hello there. Hello. Hello. This is Moose Jaw Matt, and I'm standing here in the middle of Scotland. And oh, oh look out! There it comes. Ah! Oh dear! I almost got run over by a by a large horse. It had fluffy hooves. Hooves. Fluffy hooves. Hooves. Well, I don't really have a Scottish accent. I'm Moose Jaw Matt, and I was pretending to be in Scotland. Pretending to be almost trampled by a horse going down the city lane. Do you know what horse from Scotland was brought to the United States more than a hundred years ago, which was used to pull heavy carts through city streets? We'll find out after the theme song. Listeners, welcome back to another episode here on Nature and Science for Kids. Again, I'm Moose Jaw Matt. Welcome, welcome, welcome in any language and any accent. Welcome to the podcast. This episode is about horses. <laughs> there is someone, we have a listener, who has been asking for some horse episodes for, well, a couple of years actually, since about the beginning of the podcast. So, Emaru, here is your episode. And let's get some facts started with the horse that, in my imagination, came really close to trampling me. It's a gentle giant. It is one of people's favorite horses. Those hooves, it looks like they're wearing those large pants from the late 60s and early 70s. Bell-bottoms, it looks like they're wearing furry bell-bottoms. These horses are large, thick, strong, furry. They're called Clydesdales. That's because they come from Clyde Valley in Scotland. Well, that makes sense. Clydesdale, Clyde's Valley. Dale is another word for valley. So anytime someone says Clydesdale, they're really saying Clyde's Valley because these horses are from Clyde Valley in Scotland. It makes so much sense. <laughs> These horses are large. Clydesdale horses are 18 hands tall. That's about six feet. How this works out is, however many inches the horse is tall, you would divide that by four because the width of your hand is approximately four inches if you're an adult. You measure up to the shoulder of the horse. So if a horse is six feet to the shoulders, six feet, with 12 inches in each foot, that would be six times 12. How many inches is that? Six times 12, that would be 72 inches. Now, if you take 72 inches and divide that by four, 72 divided by four, you get 18 hands, 18 exactly. Keep in mind, the horse at the shoulders is about as tall as the average adult male or a little e taller even even a little taller, and that is only at the shoulders. There's still the neck and head, which can rise up slightly above that. So if this horse were standing next to somebody, they would be pretty tall. Now, Moose Jaw Matt's 6'4", so I would be about as tall as maybe the middle of the neck. So this horse would still be taller than me. That's while it's standing on all four hooves. If it rears back, <laughs> so it's standing on two with its front hooves up, 
This horse could be close to nine feet tall, maybe even taller. That's an impressive specimen. The reason I think people like Clydesdales, though, is because even though they're so large, they're so gentle and strong. They look loving. Like you just want to put your arms around their necks and squeeze them in love. I love you. Do you ever want to do that? Just pet an animal, cuddle it. Research shows that petting an animal that's soft or giving someone a hug, as we have mentioned in previous episodes, releases happy brain chemicals that we like, soothing brain chemicals that we enjoy. Let's talk about some other horse breeds. Starting a little back in the alphabet, we'll start in A, and we have the Arab. The Arab is the oldest domestic horse breed in the world. People appreciate its speed. It's a fast horse. And if you see a picture of it, the one I'm looking at right now, it's kind of this almost misty, kind of cloudy, um, grayish blue, especially in the front and back. And in the middle, it's slightly foggier, more silvery. It's, it's kind of like a silvery, dark gray horse. It's beautiful with a dark mane. It's thin though. It looks like it's built for speed. It's not stocky. To compare with the Clydesdale, the Clydesdale is thick and strong. You would want it for pulling a cart. The Arab horse, the Arab breed is much leaner. You could tell it would want to sprint. It would want to speed. If you've ever seen long distance runners, they're not usually thick and stocky, they're lean. Their bodies adapt. Their muscles become leaner and more sinewy. And the same thing happens with horses. They tend to be more lean, more ready for speed and springing ahead. Something interesting about the Arab is that it has a different number of ribs than other horses. Most horses have 18, it has 17. Peculiar. It also has fewer bones and its backbone. This horse is from the Asian region, like Arab, Middle Eastern. And when you think about there, grass can be kind of hard to find. So you know what else it eats? Chocolate. Taco Bell. Mmm, yummy, yummy. Wrong, nong, wrong. It can sometimes eat insects called locusts or even dates. Mmm. Another horse breed that's fairly new was developed uh, just a little over 30 years ago. While the Arab horse is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, the Azteca is one of the newer ones. Now, with that name, Azteca, where do you think it was developed? Where do you think they bred this horse? In Mexico. The personality of this horse is that they bred it to be good-natured, so it can be ridden easily, it can take part in competitions, and it's strong enough to do some farm work. Now this horse, at least in the picture I'm looking at, is a dark charcoal kind of gray, and it is sleek looking, very shiny, and it looks like it has power. It's not as lean as the Arab horse. It looks not as stocky as the Clydesdale. It's sort of in between. It looks strong and powerful, a little thicker, but like it still wants to run. Another horse actually one I have seen is one of my favorites and who doesn't love these ponies 
This specific kind is called the Chincoteague Pony. The history of these guys is interesting because, well, how about we listen in? Captain, quick run around. Oh no, the ponies are getting away. That's all right, let them go. Save yourselves, men! Along the coast of Virginia and the United States, there was an island, two islands, Assateague and Chincoteague. Stories have been passed down that the ponies there on Chincoteague and Assateague are descended from shipwrecked horses that swam ashore about 400 years ago. When I visited Assateague and Chincoteague about a year and a half ago, I got to see them. In fact, look on our Facebook and Instagram pages, look for Moose Jaw Matt or Nature and Science for Kids, and you'll see some pictures of ponies in Chincoteague and Assateague. These horses, these little ponies are intelligent, good-natured, and are now found all over the U.S. So while they started there, they have migrated elsewhere. Another horse is the Holstein. It was the first horse to be kept as a coach horse. Coach would be what they used to do to travel around instead of traveling in cars or taxis or buses. They would have a carriage type thing high class, high quality, and these horses would pull them. Now, if these horses were meant to be pulling coaches, do you think they would be built for speed or strength? Would they be lean or stocky or maybe a little bit of both? Well, these horses, while they're kind of a mix, they need to be strong enough to pull, they tend to lean more toward the speed side. In fact, when cars became a bigger thing in the world, these Holstein horses developed into competition horses. They have stamina and an athletic ability, which means that they're popular for cross-country racing. They're also used to take part in show jumping competitions. Holstein, athletic horses. So if someone ever says you're like a Holstein horse, well, take it as a compliment. It means you're athletic. Another horse worth noting is called the Mustang. The Mustang is a feral horse, which means it is wild, like feral cats. If you've ever heard of someone talk about a feral cat, they're wild, untamed. Well, Mustangs are wild and they live in North America and they sort of represent the American spirit, at least in the past, the desire to explore and be wild and free, be strong. Well, the Mustang is so popular and so well known that a popular sports car is named after them in America. If you've ever been driving down a road and seen a car with a horse logo, it very well could be a Mustang car. Its name comes from the Spanish word mesteth, meaning band of horses, because they often roam around together. Mustangs are shy. They're not easy to approach, which means rounding them up, a whole group of them, can be very difficult. Another popular horse is called the Palomino. 
Palomino comes from a Spanish word meaning golden grape. They are kind of golden colored and their manes and tails are silvery. They're like this tannish, yellowish, golden color. And with the silvery mane, they, they sort of have a shimmering appearance. Breeders are now trying to create a distinctive breed with this coloring. They're beautiful horses. If you can, look up a Palomino. We continue to work our way through the alphabet and we come to a quagga. Q-U-A-G-G-A, quagga. It was a type of zebra that used to live in South Africa. It became extinct, however, which means it no longer exists because it was heavily hunted. Unlike zebras, however, its stripes are only on the front half of its body. And finally, we have two more. Two more horses. How could we leave off the zebra, one of the most famous horses in the world, from Africa, the plains of Africa? We all, I think, have seen zebras or pictures of them black and white stripes. When they're in herds, their stripes blend together. They look like a bunch of barcodes running around. So it's hard for animals to scan them. No, not really scan them, but lock into one specifically and attack it. The only way to really get one is for it to be separated from the rest of the group. Time out. Apparently, Within a herd, zebras can recognize each other by their stripes. That's pretty amazing. What intelligence. The last animal, the last horse breed, is similar. It's called a zedonk. You can imagine which two types of horses a zedonk would be a mixture of. Z would clearly be coming from zebra. And the donk would clearly be coming from the donkey part. Donkeys and zebras, zebras and donkeys, we get z-donks. Most z-donks have striped legs like a zebra with the body color of a donkey with a dark stripe riding down the center of its back. A z-donk is quicker than a donkey, but harder to train. Okay, listeners, it's now time for our questions. Are you ready? Hello, Emma. Welcome to the game show. How are you? Good. We're glad you're here. Are you ready for your first question? Yes. Your first question is, what is the oldest domestic horse breed that we know of? Arab. That's correct. Nice job. That's a point for you. Listeners, as we go through these questions, you can be answering your best, too. Did you get that first one right? It's time for question two. What's the name of the pony that's from the islands of Assateague and Chincoteague off the coast of Virginia in the United States? Chincoteague. That's correct as well. Two points for you. Emma, what is a popular horse breed that has furry hooves, is very large, and comes from Clyde Valley in Scotland. More than 100 years ago, it was used to pull heavy carts through city streets. Clydesdale. 
Wow, Emma, that's three in a row. Nice job. Listeners, how are you doing? On to question four. This horse was first kept as a coach horse. However, because of its stamina and athletic ability, this horse breed is popular for cross-country racing. What horse is it? Holstein. That's pretty close. It's called a Holstein. We'll give it to you. Four points for you. Now, listeners and Emma, here's your next question. What wild horse lives in North America and is so well-known and so popular, it's even a famous sports car? Mustang. That's right. It's a Mustang. Not only is it a well-known horse that kind of represents the American West, it also is a famous sports car. Here's the next question. The quagga was a type of zebra that used to live in South Africa. However, it is now extinct. There are no more left. Emma, what happened to them? They got hunted. You're right. Ding, ding, ding. Nice job answering. They were hunted. Poor things. I wouldn't want to be hunted. Me neither. Emma, it's your last question. Listeners, this is your last question too. There is a certain breed of horses that is a mix between a zebra stallion and a female donkey. What's it called? Z-donk. It's a Z-donk, you're right. Emma, nice job, high five. Listeners, how did you do? Did you enjoy that? Emma, how do you feel about how you did? I feel nice. Emma would like to sing a song for us. Go ahead, Emma. Horses, they are fast. I love horses, they can run. I used to take horseback lessons. I love the horses. Hooray! Emma, nice song. Thank you for sharing with us. Listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this time together. Emma, thank you for joining us for this episode's questions. You're welcome. I loved it. Listeners, thank you for joining us this episode. I would like to say happy birthday to Emma. Thank you for helping out with this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And a big thank you to our latest supporter, Everett, from Tennessee. I used to live in Tennessee, so it's nice to have a supporter from Tennessee Thank you so much for helping us financially on Patreon. It makes a difference. Listeners, I also wanted to say the number of downloads we're receiving is pretty amazing. We're averaging about 20,000 downloads a month, which is fabulous. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing. Continue to support, continue to share, tell others, leave reviews. And don't forget, we have some videos on YouTube, pictures on Instagram, and Facebook. I'm Moose Jaw Matt. Until next time, keep exploring your world. I love. You're welcome. I loved it. Not so loud. Quieter. Let's see how loud. A normal volume. It's too loud. I love. You're welcome. I loved it.